Welcome to the Powered Services Podcast, your one-stop shop for all the information, strategies, and insights you need to supercharge your MSP. Get ready to hear from other MSPs and industry experts in the trenches and behind the scenes to help you change the future of your MSP and increase your MRR. Now, here's your host, Dan Tomaszewski. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Powered Services Podcast. We're excited to have you all all along with us today as we're going to dive into a pretty hot topic uh, that we're seeing all over the forums. Uh, we're seeing it, you know, in different chat channels. Uh, we just got done with a, a peer meeting and people were talking about this. And, and one of the things we're hearing is cyber insurance. And uh, I want to dive in. So I thought I would bring on two experts uh, on this. So we have first, we have Mike Puglia, who is the uh, general manager of the Kaseya Security Stack. Mike, really excited to have you on. Thanks, Dan. It's great to be here. Yeah, this is this is going to be a, a really hot topic, and we couldn't have this conversation as well without Kirsten Bay, co-founder and CEO of SciSurance. Kirsten, welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here. Yeah, and, and thanks to you both because, you know, I, we were just at Connect here just a few weeks ago. Um, there's this new Kaseya Cyber Insurance Fast Track program, which has got a lot of buzz going. But I want to kind of set the tone as to what the industry is seeing um, when it relates to cyber insurance. You know, in, in Kirsten, we were talking in the green room. Uh, there's there's a lot going on. You know, a year or two ago, we were seeing ransomware as one of the top things that was going on. We're seeing a little bit of a pendulum switch with is now it looks like a lot of social engineering. Um, and just can you talk to our listeners of like what we're seeing in the cyber insurance world and what's going on for SMBs out there today? Well, you're right. There has been quite the shift. I mean, we were talking earlier, Mike and I, about how there was like a 700% increase in cyber attacks that were related to ransomware in 2020. So that's a huge number, right? And we saw a lot of losses, and that was the thing that was really plaguing the industry. But we also know that the adversary shifted a little. They have to kind of keep up with the new trends and, and trying to keep monetizing. And so now it is social engineering is starting to ramp back up. And, you know, obviously credential theft. I'm hearing a lot about credential theft right now as well. You are back to kind of the old credential stuffing and, and looking for opportunities to leverage people's credentials across a variety of platforms. Banking as well as uh, keystroke loggers. So all of that related to that lure that ends up on someone's machine and then starts, you know, making changes and then all of a sudden something's missing or a full attack is underway. And so these are the things that are starting to, to ramp up in a different way. And also then just breach notification costs and, and claims management around those types of incidents is also really accelerating the claim costs as well. Um, we're seeing that new states are implementing new data privacy laws. And so those reporting requirements are accelerating. And again, those are driving back to a lot of people being fished and then data leaking out into the environment. Yeah, like Mike, how about from your side? I mean, you're you're overseeing all the security solutions and, you know, from like MSPs. I mean, what are you seeing? I mean, Kirsten just listed off a ton of different things from security side, but like what are you hearing with the MSPs that are dealing with on the security front and, and maybe leaning into a little bit more of the insurance piece? Yeah, I mean, I think we are getting better as an entire industry uh, of, and I was talking to Kirsten about this earlier, 
of having controls in place to either stop compromises from being successful or in a lot of cases limit the damage and severity because that you know when, when you get into insurance uh and you know just everybody's incident response plan and things you know it's one thing to be compromised how early do you catch things in the attack chain and you know the earlier it is the less severe and costly it can be and so while we're still seeing you know and you read it in the news and everybody who listens to this podcast as a practitioner um you know the we haven't seen a slowdown in the attempts um we still see a lot of fishing we still see uh people getting in through old techniques you know rdp that's left exposed and so forth but a lot of organizations especially the end customers are now understanding i would say two things number one where i've seen msps be more successful in expanding the services that they have is that they're understanding that what was commercially reasonable five years ago isn't today, given the environment. I mean, they, they see it every day in the news. The governments are making up more regulations and laws. And number two is getting cyber coverage as a way to protect, you know, the business impact on that organization, because if something does happen or win by some people's standards, um, you know, what's the financial impact to that company? And that's why you have insurance in the in the first place. And that's why we started talking with with Kirsten and others to come up with a program, because it's become difficult to obtain cyber insurance and, you know, extremely expensive over the past certainly over the past two years, but it's been ramping. Kirsten had a, a nice diagram of what's happened over time. And really it started just before COVID hit of, of prices taken off. So it was a problem maybe outside of technology that we wanted to try to help solve. Yeah. And, and Kirsten, you know, Mike, we're going to get into the, the fast track program here in just a minute, but you know, one of the things we hear from a lot of people doesn't remember it, whether it's an MSP or just SMBs. I mean, I, I know a lot of folks that own businesses and they're all saying like policies that continue to kind of keep creeping up. I mean, are, are we still seeing that in today's world? Like are the cyber insurance policies, are we seeing premiums continue to rise? I mean, what do we, what can we expect in 2023 um, as we try to get into the second half of the year? Well, we actually are seeing policies level out a little bit. But you know, when leveling out means we've already experienced anywhere, depending on your, your vertical that the company's in, 500 to 3,000%, you know, it's like, oh, we can take a little bit of a breath, but people are still looking at cyber insurance rates that are really high. The other element beyond just the expense increasing, what we also have seen is a degradation of coverage, exclusions, and other elements that, that really tighten the boundary of what that coverage might be. So. Many policies now are 2,000% more expensive and provide only 50% of the coverage for a ransom attack, as an example. Or they require you have a 45-day patch cycle, and if you don't, then you lose 25% of your coverage and then on, depending on how much time goes by. So not only have we seen really excessive increases in the, in the premium itself, we also see limits being reduced and, and other coverage elements that reduce the, the opportunity for an organization to have the level of coverage they might really need, especially for ransom attacks and other really high vulnerability type attacks. 
Yeah, and when you've been on before, you've you've mentioned this is one of the things that we've covered is not all cyber insurance is equal. Um, you know, right. there's policies that cover different aspects. Uh, and you started to mention like if your patch cycles out, it's twenty five percent. And like, so as an MSP, um, it's working with SMBs and, and trying to to communicate to them why it's important to be looking at cyber insurance. What are the things that we should be looking at from a policy to make sure that our policy is covering? Uh, because again, we just said they're not all equal. What should we be looking for? Well, the two that are the most apparent to me are around what we call sublimits and sublimits are reduced coverages around specific incidents like ransomware as an example. The other one might be what is referred to as systemic outage. So if there's a zero day attack against a particular piece of software, you could have almost no coverage depending on what type of policy you have. So systemic outage, ransom, and then patching is now becoming another one that you want to be careful because a lot of times those are on page 77, subsection 3.2 in that little tiny font. So you want to be very careful that you understand either for your customer, if they're going through a renewal, or if you're the customer yourself to make sure that you've identified any of those exclusions that may not be readily apparent in that particular document that you have. Yeah. And, and so, Mike, you know, I want to get into, you know, while we have Kirsten, I'll kind of bounce a little bit back and mm-hmm. forth here for the next few minutes. So we have this, you know, it was announced, Fred, at, uh, at Connect, announced the, the Kaseya Cyber Insurance Fast Track Program. Um, really, you know, the message is, is to allow you know, MSPs and their customers leveraging the security suite to immediately qualify for coverage that's significantly lower than the market price, which, you know, we heard they're kind of leveling off, but they're leveling off at a high rate. Um, And so now being able to take the Kaseya security stack, and I kind of want to have you kind of go through and tell us what are those products and, you know, like, what does that mean? And how does this program work? Sure. Sure. Thanks, Dan. I, you know, as we said, it's becoming a bigger and bigger problem. So if we can help with that, um, that's what we're trying to do. And you'll see more programs like this. But in this particular case, obviously, you know, you've kind of discussed it. Cyber insurance is expensive, hard to get. So what we did is we worked with Kirsten and we certified five of our products. So if you have these five products installed, it is um, Bullfish ID for training, Dark web for monitoring dark web passwords. Um, Graphis or SAS defense for phishing protection and email. Uh, Rocket Cyber for monitoring and logging events. And Datto EDR for having endpoint detection and response. We certified those products. And that gave the insurance providers a way to say that we know that these controls are in place endpoint detection, monitoring 24-7 with MDR, phishing protection, training, monitoring. So we can cut down the amount of questions we have to ask, the red tape in getting there. And number two is we can offer it at a discounted rate because we know you have certain controls in place. And the way that you would proceed, I'm going to answer this in Three ways. Number one is if you're using Kaseya One, that's where all of this takes place. So you go into Kaseya One. If you are in the U.S. right now, it is U.S. only. Um, we will be expanding geographically shortly. There are a lot of 
requirements in in different or um, different regulatory environments. But later on this year, we'll go worldwide. Um, you'll see a button that says Cyber Insurance Fast Track. You'll go in. It will verify that you have those products and you're using them. It will then ask you, is this for you, for your MSP to protect your organization, or is it for one of your customers? It'll ask, who are they? Contact info. What's their revenue below 50 million or 50 million to 100 million? And a couple of quick questions about some controls uh, that you may have, like nobody could just wire money when somebody calls and tells them they're the CEO and sends out a $100,000 wire. Uh, and then you'll hit a button and it will go to your, uh, uh, you'll go to, it'll take you to SciSurance because we're not selling insurance. Uh, you're not selling insurance. Uh, it is a benefit of doing business with us that we can fast track you through. And SciSurance will take that, get you the quote. We'll talk about that in a moment. And you can put the customer can get their information right in there, sign up, uh, and off they go. And there's really three reasons why this is interesting to an MSP, in my opinion, um, beyond getting coverage for themselves if they want to. But when they look at their customers, what I'm saying to all of you is that as part of being a Kaseya customer, we have a program that can help make life easier for you at a lower price. Membership has its privileges. I used that earlier, Kirsten. Um, you can now say that same thing to your customer. Number one, you can say, you know what? You should choose me because I am a more secure MSP. And because you are a member of my customer base, um, I can have relationships with insurance providers to get you coverage at a lower rate. So it's a benefit of working with that MSP. Number two is that MSP probably doesn't have all their security services at that customer. So it's a way to expand you know, their share of wallet because it's not just you telling them like you have been for several years that you have to do you know, EDR or, 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 uh, or MDR. It's, you know what, it's not just me. Here's an insurance policy and all of them are requiring you to do this and I can help you. So it's another way to say, there's a third party here saying you should be doing this type of thing and I can help you. And lastly, it makes them sticky. You know, cybersecurity isn't something they can just walk away from. And if they're using your services and they need to do that to maintain coverage, it's another reason to make them stickier. So then it just goes off to, to Kirsten and uh, on SciSurance, they do the quote and you get coverage. Um, the end user uh, gets the DocuSign. Um, and they can buy it. And, and and I think if there are, you know, ideas on what that coverage is and how much it is, you know, Kirsten can talk to that as well. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Kirsten, so, I mean, we were talking about the things to be looking for. One of the questions that I, I hear from a lot of MSPs, and I know we can do this, is, hey, you know, me or my customer, we already have cyber insurance, but it doesn't cover some of the things that this policy would cover. Um, so, I think the word that people are using is you can top off your existing policy. Can you, can you talk about like why people are doing that or like, you know, that process, because I know that comes up, you know, in some of the conversations we're having. Yes. So you can use it to have additional coverage or for example, if you have a supplement, like we talked about with ransomware, uh, that would be able to 
add to that coverage limit so that you really had good coverage around that type of situation. Um, other people are using it just to flat out replace coverage because it's so much less expensive. You know, our mission really, and this isn't a sound weird coming from an insurance company, but we actually trying to drive down the cost of insurance so that we can shift those dollars back into security spend. That's what makes the difference, right? And so that's really what we're trying to help incentivize. And, and so that's the, the real benefit. And when we look at this stack in particular, it really covers the key areas where like ransomware is an example and those entry points that are now protected through these particular solutions enable us to mitigate social engineering risk and other risks that are so impactful, especially to smaller organizations. Yeah, and, and Mike and Kirsten, I'll put you guys on this. So Empowered Services, we're working with MSPs to help them go out and, and sell to their customers, but help them bring the value and the message. And I know, Kirsten, you have always been active with our community. You've given us resources, things to help the MSPs to be able to go out and to be able to you know, talk about cyber insurance. And I know Mike and Kirsten and myself, we're working right now to continue that, to help everybody have what they need to be able to go have conversations and, and really teach their customers on the importance of having good cyber insurance. And, uh, you know, anything, you know, any best practices, Kirsten, for an MSP that's going out and like having it? Because like Mike said, it's not like they're buying the cyber insurance from the MSP. Um, they're just kind of being the gateway right now to, to getting to this. So as an MSP, what should that conversation look like when I talk to an SMB that's my customer? I know, I, Mike, I heard you say the one, and I, I really love that, but like you're going to come back and say, you know, well, are you my insurance person? Like, what does that MSP say, Kirsten, to kind of reassure folks that they're in a good spot? Well, one of the things, and this is something that because we have worked so long together and trying to provide these services that we learned is the most important feature is to have standardization. And I think this is the thing that helps that conversation a lot because you the, the most definitive answer you typically get in insurance about any question is, well, it depends. It depends on your sector and your revenue and your this and your that. What we've been able to do is make it standard so that, as you said, if we're under 50 million in annual revenue, your price for 1.5 million is $1,700, the end, right? With some modest exclusions, of course, depending on some, some key verticals. But, but the point being that it's an easy conversation because you, it doesn't require you to be an expert on the ins and outs of those small details that might put someone in harm's way or create liability. This is what we've really been able to create with this solution. And so part of it is they, they can reach out to us for additional questions and support. So we're happy to support that sales motion. We have standardized documentation. We can co-brand that documentation so we can do things and we'll put new playbooks about it, back out in Empowered Services as we've had in the past that can really help organizations say, here, here you go, here's what it, it covers. And then if you want, we can put that right through the K1 portal and, and get you a plan in place and get that bound. And so it's a much simpler conversation. And we know that so many MSPs are doing those application forms for their customers. I had a couple of MSPs at Connect say to me, they probably spend $40,000 worth of time filling out those applications. Now they can go, you know what? I have one better for you. We can do it way cheaper and way faster. And we also know you're going to be more secure. And so it's really about the security conversation and the benefits of it. Yeah, Mike, I mean, what are you hearing from the MSP since this is launched and, and, and going on? I know I've been hearing nothing but positive things. 
uh, from the MSPs that I've been speaking to, but love to hear like what you're seeing and hearing uh, since this program's been launched and what the feedback's been. Yeah, we've had a lot of people go through it. Um, I've seen a, a lot of different use cases. Um, you know, the first big one is it gives them something else to have a conversation with their customer on. It's kind of, it's a benefit if they can help them with something, um, you know, and it's always positive to have a conversation with a customer about something that they can help help them with um, that, you know, is a very minimal cost. Um it helps them have a conversation with their customers about the other security solutions that they should be using. And a number of them in Kirsten were, were, were there is, you know, it also gave them a lot of, uh, I guess the word is, you know, confidence that as part of it, you know, the insurance company can help with incident response. And so it doesn't all fall on their shoulders. And I've also heard from a number of them, um, even outside of this particular program that you know, more and more are requiring their end customer to be a customer to have cyber insurance because they feel that, you know, taking a customer that doesn't have any kind of financial protections, um, you know, while contractually it may not put, um, uh, it might not put the burden on them. Uh, they know they're going to end up doing the work if something happens and probably not getting paid for it. So I want to recap here because I know we're getting ready to wrap this up. And I think we're probably going to need to do another insurance round like every quarter just so people yeah. can hear what's moving and changing because uh, there's so many things that are constantly changing uh, in the world of cyber insurance. But so I want to recap. You have to have in order to qualify, you have to have Graphis, Bullfish, Dark Web, Dato EDR, Rocket Cyber, you have to have all of those in place and operating on that customer or yourself as the MSP to qualify. Mm -hmm. And if you qualify by you having those, and I'm sorry, Graphis or SAS Defense, I should have said that. Correct. Um, if you have those products in place, then what you'll do is you go into K1 and you just simply fill out the form. It's going to take you through. And at that point, it's a couple questions and you're going to be getting the DocuSign quotes back over for you to review your coverage and what's going on. Did I miss anything in that? Cause it seems pretty simple. We made it simple. So yeah. it's pretty straightforward. That's, that's it. And I, I would say one of the reasons that we worked with, with Sci-Surance and Kirsten is that, and she talked about it earlier, it's also comprehensive and we have details on what the coverage provides, but it's, you know, it covers not just, you know, recovery from ransomware or BEC, it covers um, compliance, you know, compliance fines, uh, uh, legal fine, legal costs, um, reputation damage and so forth. So there's a nice chart and a lot of things that I've seen and, and Kirsten talked a little bit about, you know, the realities of certain things. It's like we have a million dollars of coverage and with my AV and the answer to that is, well, no, you, it's, it, you really don't. It, covers up to $1,000 per machine to fix it, not if you get a regulatory fine. And by the way, it's only per machine, not for your company. So um, it's really comprehensive, which is what really attracted us to, to this kind of program. And if I don't have all the solutions, let's say I've got four, you know, a missing one, simply what I just need to do is reach out to your my account manager, have that conversation, and then you'd be eligible, but you know, is that the process, Mike? They just go. And Absolutely, yes. So, 
now I also get the question, right? We have promotions in place so that if you want to add one of the solutions for yourself or for any of your customers to be able to enroll in the program, we can make that happen. And they're very attractive promotions. But I also get the question of what if I don't have the product, but I'm using some other vendor's product? Well, unfortunately, I can't, we couldn't, we can't, I can't certify other vendors products because I don't own them. So we tried to narrow it down to just the security products uh, that we could certify so we could bring those costs down and make it simple. So you're still free to go out and get cyber insurance and go, you know, the other direction of like you normally would. Um, but if you do have our products, it is kind of a uh, prerequisite to being able to be part of the program. And I kind of liken it. I, I know it's not ideal, but I kind of liken it to, you know, the American, I'm an American Airlines frequent flyers program. Yeah. I get a special you know, discounted Marriott. I know it's that's less complicated, but um, if I'm not a member of the program, I can't get the discounted Marriott. And so that's kind of what we did. What we were able able to do, given our given the products we could we could provide for the insurance companies. No, this has been really awesome, and I think a lot of our listeners, this is something that the, they're getting those questionnaires, like Kirsten, you were saying, and everyone's getting asked so many questions and and just making sure that they have the proper coverage to protect their customers. Uh, I think this is just an awesome opportunity. And like you were saying, Mike, this is also giving you the opportunity to talk about the solutions that maybe have been a struggle to get in and for your customers to understand that value. So it really seems like a win-win solution across the board uh, for everybody involved. And um, Kirsten, as, as I end us, is there anything you want to leave us with? I'll, I'll go start with you, Kirsten, and then I'll finish with you, Mike, and then, I'll wrap us up with a closeout, but what, anything you want to leave our listeners with? Just try it out. Go check it out. You know, you can pop in, you can get quotes, you can see how it looks and just give it a test drive and, and call us if you need us. Awesome. I'd agree. I think that's the best way to, to, to use it. And I think this is a great opportunity because ultimately, um, you know, it's low money, but it adds a high level of protection for to really, really help those, those end customers. Well, I appreciate both of you taking the time to, to come on the podcast, help me out and help our listeners uh, with this new program. And like I said, I'm definitely going to have you both back here shortly because this world's ever changing and we want to hear what's, you know, what's going on. So thank you very much to both of you. Thanks, Dan. All right, everybody. That's it for this episode of the Powered Services Podcast. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Powered Services Podcast with Dan Tomaszewski. We're dedicated to giving you practical information, tactics, and strategies that you can use to supercharge your MSP. If you liked today's episode, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast, And be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, this is the Powered Services Podcast, signing off.